still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. This is the last Friday you're going to work in a while. That's a good thing. It is uh, 545. Well, not all of you. Don't get mad at me if you're one of those people. Uh, my name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. There's Bussy. We're ready to go for another glorious day here in, in uh, drizzly, wet paradise. Another perfect morning. Tough to wake up if your windows are open because it's that... Glorious post-night rain smell. Hopefully you got some, too. Some fog trying to work its oh, way through. Yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. We're having a perfect month of November. This is an amazing time. The weather's absolutely ridiculous. You get a little rain here and there at night. Staying out of your way. It's perfect. I love it. Except for the fact now that uh, the city is, I don't know if you guys probably aren't dealing with it, but around my neighborhood and uh, north of there. And they're, good, they're, they're putting a pretty big radius around this. There's some sort of a panther loose in uh, the Phoenix Mountain Preserve. Now, right now, it's up there at uh, Cave Creek and 7th, something like that. Uh, and they're freaking out. Somebody from their house looked up in the mountain, and this gigantic black cat just comes creeping out from behind a rock. And uh, they've been showing it to gaming officials and all that stuff. They don't know what it is. They think it's uh, uh, a local Brady that's purchased a wild animal from somewhere else and kept it in its home. They didn't know about it because you're allowed to do that. Chadwick's out again, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. He is alive. Chadwick is out. Black (laughs) Panther is alive. And then somebody's like, yeah, it's just a house cat. I'm like, that thing's huge if it's a house cat. Even if it is a house cat, I'm scared of it. If If I was mountain biking in a house cat the size of a panther or one that could be confused for a panther got out, I'd be like, I wouldn't ride by and go, that's a house cat. I'd be like, that's the world's most dangerous house cat. So, I, I think I saw it yesterday. I was at a store. The house cat or the panther? The world's most dangerous oh. house cat. The guy said, um, somehow I mentioned, oh, yeah, I can't. Uh, I was looking at refrigerators again. Oh, yeah. You're and somehow search. I mentioned something. Oh, the cats would have a field day with that. You got cats? <laughs> yeah, we have two cats, two dogs. Oh, here's my cat, the guy. Pulls out the couch. It's, it's an F one. Never heard of an F one. It looked like an ocelot. Uh, oh, that made, is it the that you're not allowed? And I to go. Say is it? that a domestic cat? The main Coon. Sorry, bro. No, um, it wasn't because I know those are <laughs> yeah, jumbo. Those are big. This one has the really long legs, and it's just it looks like a greyhound meets Jesus. a cat. No thanks. And I go, where'd you get that? Oh, yeah, I got him. Uh, Obviously, I paid four to five thousand. I'm like, is that For domestic a, cat? Yeah. yeah, and I'm having. Uh, we're breeding them. Of course, you got to breed your cat. <laughs> Aren't enough of those. Good lord, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't want to know what that is. But exotic pets and you get them loose. It wasn't in like a that. cage. No, that's horrifying. Yeah, people are like, don't worry about it. It's just a gigantic domestic cat. I let them go up at South Mountain every now and then. And- I fear gi- a giant domestic cats too. I don't like the word giant anything attached to uh, an animal. So they're yeah, they're screaming about that, and it's kind of funny because. Everybody's like, well, what if it's not? Eh, 
What if it's not big? Deal? It's going to eat a kid. That's what's going to happen. You're going to have it eat a kid. Then you're going to be like, oh, why didn't somebody do something? But if you see it out there and you're, you know, film it, that's what everybody's defense for everything nowadays is, is to film it. I filmed it and gave it to Channel 12, and then Channel 12's like, we're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to we're gonna wait for it to eat a kid. That's good ratings. I'm glad. And Channel 12's got its eyes on this thing. When that thing eats a kid, we've got a full day. We want to be first with the kid eaten by the strange chupacabra that's wandering around up there in the Phoenix Mountains. So they were talking about it, and it's going to work its way around the the washes and end up over there at the very popular trails by uh, Squaw Peak. And they'll be like, oh, there's the kid's going to get eaten. And again, it'll be some idiot that thinks it's a big house cat. It's like, I saw it on the news. It's nothing but a house cat. And it's going to be a panther. We'll see it on Boss KUPD yeah. next week. <laughs> Brady's going to go out today looking for it. Kirby, you want to go out on a picnic? Take a look at the, the black cat that's just gargantuan, but just a house cat. We can pet it. Yeah, so be careful out there. Like the, and the funny thing is, is the people that complain on next door, they're not going anywhere. It's all these old ladies that never leave. They're like, I've got to do something. It's black panther. I'm like, as if it was a white panther, you wouldn't complain. You'd be fine, <laughs> you old loser. This black animal had taken over. I mean, it's everywhere I go. I was at the fries and I saw one. No, no, not a black cat like 70s cat. Like a black cat for real. This black cat and his brother. No, you. we're talking about something else, Gladys. But yeah, the old biddies are all upset. None of them hike or go out. They're not going there. I have to lock up everything. No, you don't. It's not coming for you. That's ridiculous. And then, uh, I, yeah, old people. Uh, you know, they they always act like they're the targets. And it's almost, it's almost arrogant. It's like the way people feel about their kids being kidnapped. Uh, we've seen your kids. Nobody's coming for them. Nobody wants to try to pick up that loaf, Augustus Gloop, and try to stuff it in a van. It's not happening. If you're gonna, that's why you keep your kids athletic. All these fat kids that are running around schools, they're the ones getting kidnapped, and the kidnappers are eventually just going to give up. There isn't a, a lot of like kid kidnapping that used to be. Maybe this, uh, it's not. Most it's, of it's a, a parent. Separated. Sure, that's it. It's divorced parents. They'll, yeah. you know, lure their kids in. But the old days of, you know, maintenance man just swiping a kid. Those, those seem over. I know you got the human trafficking thing. That's different. But you don't, you don't really hear about the, you know, just swiped them and took them. But every and parents will probably think that's because they're hovering over them constantly at school lines. But like old people and kids are the same. Nobody wants them, but they all feel like somebody's after them. Old people all think that some. Well, he's gonna come and take me because you're weak and vulnerable. Go to Tactical Black. There's another story I saw the other day talking about it. If you've got voices in your head, make sure they're good ones. Like, I know if you're schizophrenic or multiple personality disorder, I had a friend who had one, and his his voices were awesome. It was John Waite. It was uh, the Dalai Lama. He had Lennon talking to him. Real. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. That was the leader. Great stories. But Kurt had celebrity voices in his head that, you know. Missing you, John Waite. Uh, okay. No, I'm sorry. No, the it, was the, it was the old one. You know, yeah, uh, the... Not John Waite. Uh, the Hallelujah. That guy. You know what I'm talking about. John. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that's John Waite. No, it was Leonard. No, it was John. No, it wasn't John Waite. Anyway, he had good celebrities. Now I can't remember. Well, Leonard Cohen <laughs> was one. That's what I'm thinking. And then there was another one. Yeah, it was John Waite. It was John. Yeah. It was him. Yeah. And he was the one telling him. That, and eventually it led him to try to kill himself because the. But celebrity voices, you can see like you're in a. A circle of uh, known people. There was a dude who's robbed the dollar store twice in the same day. And he said, the voices in my head were telling me to do it. I'm like, all right, 
There's a certain point where the voices in your head are like your lame friends. If they're telling you to rob a dollar store, they're just you just got dickhead voices. You can say no to them. Why can't you? If you don't do this, the world's going to fall off its axis. All right, let's rob something good. If we're going yeah. to jail for robbing voices in my head, let's do a bank or... Yeah, Neiman Marcus or something. Right, I mean, right. go ahead, Barney's. Do something quality. Don't rob a dollar general because you're... Crazy voices told you to. Even even the craziest person alive has to sit and think, my voices suck. There's a certain point where if I started hearing voices and they made me, like, steal huffies, be like, all right, what am I, a meth head voices? Let's go. I've got skills. That put me to, if you're going to put me to task, let's make it worth everybody's while. They made me rob a Dollar General two times. I'm like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my Even life. Even when you work at Dollar General and you try to get away with money, you're going to get caught. <laughs> but this enough. lady... Forty-one thousand well, dollars. Yeah, from a Dollar General. That's almost yeah. a whole year's worth That's, of Dollar General sales. Yeah. How did they? How long did it take them to figure that out? Forty-one thousand things think got you sold. Figure that out, and uh, yeah, she gambled all away. Yeah. yeah, she went blackjacking with her forty-one grand. I had an addiction. I needed money. I thought I could win it back and repay the store. So that <laughs> didn't work out. She's on probation, basically fifty-four months. She has to pay back forty three thousand. Yeah, that dollar general. And if she doesn't. Hits. She goes away for up to seven years. Yeah. Well, you don't steal forty one thousand dollars from anybody. But if voices in her head told her to do it, that's like voices in your head going, "Take Spirit Airlines with two stops." I'm like, no. Why would I do that? Overnights only. You get one that goes. It's cheaper that way. Listen to the voices in your head. Look, go to Charlotte and stay the night. I don't want to. Is there a non-stop voices? I mean, no, there's no non-stop. You're going to pay out your nose. But I have Jewish voices in my head. They're like, come on. <laughs> Why are we robbing the dollar general? Hey. 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 Well, to do spirit. Spirit will get to the Dallas. You wait in Dallas. Take a southwest from Dallas. Like, voices in my head. I got to write this down. If I get voices in my head, I want it the good old-fashioned way where it's like dead celebrities or somebody super important. Or like it glows and he's got... You know, like a, one of those Indian gods. It's got a hundred arms and it's like a centipede with a man's head. But if it's like, oh, no, you will rob a dollar general store. I'm like, all right. Uh, next voice, please. That's, you're not. I don't like you voice. This voice is not cutting it. And I know what people, oh, they're crazy. They don't know the difference. Uh, voice, you know the difference. My friend had voices in his head. We didn't know what was happening until he just kind of disappeared into his basement. Listening to the Dalai Lama talk to him. Now, that's a good, that's good schizophrenia right there. That's good multiple personality disorder. Got the Dalai Lama stopping by every Tuesday. And, you know, Chris Collinsworth is there. And <laughs> you need to get out there and rob a Dollar General store. Maybe in Lexington. Or you can take a flight over to Atlanta and then wait on it. I got a layover in Atlanta. I love Atlanta. <laughs> I love Atlanta's just one of, it's one of America's best cities. Uh, crazy person who I live in. Thanks, Chris Collinsworth. So I take the connecting flight from Atlanta to Lex. Well, you can't get to Lex from Atlanta, but you can get up to Cincinnati, and then you're going to have to run back. Rent a car. Do it a dollar car. Just to rob the Dollar General? That's not happening. If you've got voices in your head right now, tell them no. You can say no. It's like a bad date. Just because he spent a lot of money on you, you can still say no thank you. Voices in your head? Now, don't, don't forget, you don't rob the Dollar General. We're going to kill you. <laughs> All right? Chris Collinsworth, I'm going to have to come up with a better plan, please. All right, uh, let me get with the other voice and see what we got. What if we had you rob a bank? Now we're cooking. This is worth the jail time here. 
And people with voices in their head also, deep down they know they're not going to real jail, which is kind of why it's almost worth the fun. They go to a nut house. They get some special treatment, better food, I would imagine. You're not getting shanked. (laughs) There's not a lot of, uh, you know, race riots and crazy jail. There's just mostly white people, I think. (laughs) Every time, like, Cuckoo's Nest had an Indian, but that was about it. It's mostly loony white men that go to the nut house and Mexicans and blacks that go to the prison. So that's why white people always plead insanity. You never hear a Mexican go, Hey, I didn't do it. I plead insanity, f***er. <laughs> I'm loco. I'm loco. In the cabasa. You know what, me? You know that, f***er. Chris Collinsworth told me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> the vo- this guy says, the voice in my head is constantly telling me to touch myself, and I lose every time. Yeah, but that's at least, a- it's better than robbing a dollar general. You're keeping it in-house. Yeah, <laughs> it's valuable. <laughs> What are you in for, S.A.? Uh, a couple voices in my head told me to rob a Dollar General. Were they kids? What the <laughs> f*** were you thinking? I didn't even have voices, and I robbed a better thing than that. Logic, player. Yeah, you just you don't listen to those voices. I have, I have voices in my head telling me to do dumb stuff sometimes. You're like, that's no. Stop it. No. Even if the voice is like, well, Kelly, if you don't do it. All right. Willie the groundskeeper, I'm not listening to you. Yes, something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. Now, because my friend Kurt, who had it, said it was as real as sitting talking to anybody ever. The Dalai Lama would just walk in the door, hi Kurt, and sit down, and he'd be like, oh man, Dalai Lama's here again. When he was alone, these guys would visit him. And it was, he said, like, I could feel them. If I touched their shoulder, it was there. He goes, it was that real. Wild. Man. But if it's just some rando popping in when you're sitting in your house and watching, you know, TV in the middle of the day, hey, why don't we go rob a Dollar General? You don't have any push in this world. No. <laughs> Loonies. Hey, I didn't rob a Dollar General. I know where the money is, player. That's dumb. <laughs> You're going to jail for nothing. You go into Dollar General and rob it. You come out with $10. That's stupid. <laughs> Just listen to good voices. That's my, my message today. If you're going crazy, only tolerate celebrity voices. We live in a celebrity culture. It has to be like Dua Lipa or Kylie Jenner telling you to do stuff. Then most people would understand. Hey, the voices in my head made me, you know, try to burn a bridge down. Why? Well, it was Dua Lipa and she said, Margot Robbie, they were both in my basement and they were telling me that. They would sleep with me. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, he's crazy, and I understand. I get it. I understand. That schizophrenia must be miserable. But if Dua Lipa and... Yeah, even if you're crazy, if somebody says, well, Dua Lipa told me to rob a Dollar General. I'm like, she wouldn't tell you to do that, you nutbag. You're getting locked up forever in regular jail. Silly. This guy says, can you imagine if Rico Blaze was one of the voices in your head? Boy, the bad choices you'd be making. I don't know if Rico Blaze would be. A, he wouldn't have. I, would, I don't know if Rico Blaze would be that waste of time. Okay. I know it. Just a mere mention. Let me tell you something. I ain't a voice in nobody's head. I'm a voice in your vagina, baby. And it's saying open wide. All right. Rico Blaze taking out his nightstick. How y'all doing? Noticing any crime in your city lately? That's been right. Good. It's been, been good. real good because all your ladies are satisfied. When you at work, Brady? Oh, Rico Blaze making sure she doesn't have the legs to commit no crimes during the day. I wobble that bitch. 
Sprinkle Blaze, the voice in your head. Mm, how about you become? I get inside your head. Let me inside your mouth, too. How about that? Everybody's in everybody's head now. Oh, yeah. The only head I like doesn't require a therapist at the end. It just requires a towel. Regal Blaze ain't crazy, but you crazy about him. I guarantee you that, baby. Mm-hmm. Ooh, turn on the red and blues. There's a siren in your life, and it's heading towards your driveway. I require two things. Your hands in the air and your legs left, right, spread way apart. Spread them, baby. And then you're going to come over here, and after I rough you up, you're going to rough up my suspect. That's right. There's a little bald man in my pants committed a lot of crimes. Needs to be beat down. <laughs> I like to go to female police officers, the white ones. And I tie a bandana around the tip of my penis. And I whip them out. And I'm like, look at this, officer. It's a little black man's done some crime. And she beats the tar out of him. It's amazing. And she beats him up till he pukes, baby. And that's the end goal. You know what I'm talking about. That little armless, legless, black criminal. He's so big, I put him in a bush and put two little googly eyes on him, have him staring through a window. Ladies come out and start beating him up. All right. Voices in your head. I'd like to be in your head, girl. Mm. Time to go. I hate when you do this to me. Oh, here's one more. Oh, yeah. I got to get home. My nightstick is filthy. Maybe you'd like to come over and polish that nightstick, bitch. Rico Blaze, over and out. Mm. Stop <laughs> Streets are safe. If that's the voice Thank in your God. head, I understand that. We can rob us a Dollar General store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the lubricant you can steal, baby, because you're going to need it. You're going to need WD-40 and some of that salve later, so let's just steal it all. Dollar store. Dollar holla. Mm, that's right. Steal some razors, too, because we got to clean your ass up. <laughs> Hey, get him out of here. <laughs> Gotta send him after the if Black that, if, that, if this happens in your head and you're like, oh no, the voices. <laughs> check one, two, check, check. Hey, it's the voices in your head. Do a little mic check. What are we up to today? About 225? That's perfect, baby. I like when we get up over the 220s. Mm, you're hard on the lift. But Rico's strong, girl. Real strong. I can lift you right up over my head. Mm-hmm. Throw you through the window at the dollar store and you go steal our lubricants. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Stop bringing up Rico Blaze. Brett and I can't help it. <laughs> also, in the world of crazy, I also have to say, hey, congratulations, Disneyland. You do it right. The third suicide in Disneyland since uh, June has happened. It's people leaping off the buildings at Disneyland. And I know exactly why. When you tell crazy people with a sign, this is the happiest place on earth, they go there to try to fix their problems. They need to add the words, normal people think this is the happiest place on earth. When you say happiest place on earth, you're asking depressed people to come try to fix their problems. And when Disneyland doesn't work, they leap off the parking structures. It's happened three times since June. Nobody's stable anymore. You can't call something the greatest place on earth or the happiest, happiest place. place. You yeah. can't do it. Because the minute you walk into one of their stores, what? Yeah, oh, yeah. elbows and people <laughs> are ripping into each other. 
And you're like, this is the happiest place on earth? No wonder I'm depressed. I'm jumping off the fourth floor of the parking structure, and that's what this guy did. But here's why I think Disneyland's awesome. And this is how we need to treat crazy. Uh, we, they don't close. They rope it off. They just rope it off. Hey, by the way, I just want to say I'm sorry to all those people up there in the Phoenix Mountain Preserve. That big black cat crawling around your mountains is me, baby, all right? He's gigantic. And we're going to rob us another store, dollar store. That's crazy. I'm into discounts. We're going to rob the 69-cent store, girl. Mm, all right. You rob this way, I rob that way. We meet in the middle. Oh, that's a dumb one, <laughs> but I really liked it. Oh, sh- Rico is happy now. <laughs> Nothing Rico likes more than an eye full of big black butthole with something to taste at the same time. I like looking at the eye of Sauron while a lady pleases me. That girl, you have got a big eye. You got Graves' disease back here, girl. Look like Barbara Bush is staring at my ass. That's a big brown eye. <laughs> All right, now it's getting out of control. <laughs> but I'll do it. I like a big fat Chinese girl sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And I just look at her and I say, hey, baby, Confucius say two can chew. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'll order the number 69. My beef, your broccoli. That's stupid. It's so stupid, all I got was one little note that I added to it. It made it worse. Brady gave me the billboard, and I took it and made a story. That's ridiculous. Regal Blaze running out of ideas. Oh, that's so dumb. Anyway, Disneyland, you've got... God damn it. Please stop emailing Rico Blaze stuff. I made a mistake, though, was crawling around them mountains up there. You know who doesn't hike? Fat black ladies. I don't know what I'm doing on the trails. This big black panther's heading down to the streets. Get myself a big fat lady, like in my videos. Fat white women occasionally hike, but they all sweaty and stinky. Smell like mayonnaise and swamp. That's enough. So I'll be walking the streets of Avondale. You know what I'm saying? The Black Panther's back. I like crawling through white neighborhoods. They always break out their phones. What's that big black thing? I say, oh, don't worry about it, girl. It's just the police. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Give me your feet, fatty. I'll give you mine. What we doing is called 69. All right. Thank you, Brady, for your poetry. (laughs) This one's a little, uh... This this next one's a little controversial. (laughs) Brace yourselves. It just popped into my head. You know, voices in my head sometimes when you say controversial things. This will be the first time in a long while. Well, actually, just a couple years. We have a bunch of white ladies in shirts that say, I can't breathe. And that's because I'm filling up that hole, girl. (laughs) The police are at it again. I can't breathe. I'll choke you out. Back to the mountains. Enough. Stop it. Why is Regal Play so popular? Because it's real. Everybody it's, loves because it. Because it's, the, it's yeah. real. The problem is it's real. But yeah, Disneyland had a guy jump right off the parking structure. And like, rope him off. Nothing closes. We close our freeways. All you got to do is just close a lane. Well, you know, 
I can understand they don't really have to close anything off. The parking structure, it's not really in the park. Yeah, but you know? that's just the parking. They've had people just like off themselves at the castle. They just clean it. Yeah, that's... They close a room and clean it, and then they bag it in like some sort of special Mickey-eared body bag. They even said that in that first kill this year, that the stuff that they get you out in is Disney-flavored. They don't just do a gurney and then a body bag and roll it through the park. They do like a fun pack. Put it... So Chip and Dale show up with a, yeah, with a, yeah, like a stretcher, a and, and then guys like a barbershop quartet comes out and says, I got myself a dead body. <laughs> and they do like a dance, and they distract everybody, and they haul it out. And I don't know. You're right. The parking structure is a little far away. But they, normally, look, look, if we had a suicide in our parking lot, ah, it's radio. Business We're as usual. That's right. Yeah, I was going to say. We're, yeah, that's true. But Disney could afford to shut her down for an hour. But they don't. They rope it off. That's big money. It's ridiculous. And this dude was 24. He went over to Disneyland. Uh, it was the Pixar Palace parking structure. So if you're interested in visiting the site itself. A third time in, in this, this year that somebody's leapt from a, uh, someplace near there. Uh, and it says cops say they responded to the call at 930 at night. Someone was going to leap from the Pixar Palace parking garage. Then they say when they got there, he was already out and done. That wasn't to promote Inside Out 2, was it? The- yeah, Inside Out 2 is about anxiety. So, yeah, that's a real good... And don't forget, Inside Out 2 out this Christmas. 2% of the 47,000 annual suicides in the United States involve jumping. 2%? 2%. There's 47,000. I was told by Blue Oyster Cult, 40,000 men and women every day. Oh, yeah. But 47,000 average suicides. And it's a great line. I don't know how you include that in your list. 40,000 men and women every day. Like, nice job, Blue Oyster Cole. We're throwing a stat in the middle of this kick-ass song about dying. He didn't? 40,000 men and women every day. Yeah. It's a lot. And I always thought that number was accelerated. Even when I was a kid, I'm like, that seems like a lot of suicides. But maybe worldwide, but nah, even still. And that's why Romeo and Juliet, it was, you know, that's why that song was yeah. so almost banned, is because Blue Oyster Cult was talking about how beautiful it was at Rome. And look, Shakespeare wrote a, we call it romance. It's the most romantic story of all time, the unrequited love, the you can't, you're not allowed to love each other because of family and everything else. So they killed themselves, and that's romance. They show it to eighth graders, like, what a beautiful story. It's like, what do you expect at the end when, no wonder they're so depressed when there's a girl who doesn't love you anymore. It was a mistake. She kissed the poison off his lips. Guess something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. But yeah, 40,000 men and women every day is the lyric, and they say 47,000 average annual suicides. They got a, maybe, the, maybe back in the 70s it was a lot higher. I don't know, I saw the bell bottoms and corduroys. I'm going to off myself too if that was my fashion time. Oh, yeah. Of course, I grew up in the 80s. It wasn't much better. But yeah, Disneyland, I got to give you credit. We got to start treating that the same way. Uh, less attention. It's, it's like a streaker at a sporting event, you know? We used to show them running all over the field. And you people under the age of 35 have really been robbed of some great television because back in baseball days, like, there was nothing better than Harry Carey when a. Hi, holy cow, there's a guy wandering around out there in the outfield. Got no pants on, Stoney. This is going to last a minute. Cops never chased him. He just got to run free for a while. The cameras would follow it. We can't really show him the entire time, can we, Harry? No, that's because his dick's out. 
Then Arnie'd focus in on some cans out yeah, in the right get field. It out you know? the Take a look at the bride out there in the right field. She's <laughs> loving every second of this naked weirdo. I got to tell you, Stone, it's a nice brick. And they'd just talk about it and they'd film them and they'd all right, that's enough of that. But then they're like, hey, if we stop filming them, it won't happen as much. And boy, were they right about that. We get a streaker every once in a while, but not like we used to. It used to happen pretty much every nationally televised. Monday Night Football had a streak. Uh, like weekly, there'd be a guy, all right, there's the streaker for this game, all right. And, you know, even like, especially if it was cold weather, if it was in Cincinnati back before they had field heat, you could run through the snow. There'd be a guy just skidding around in his underwear. And now they don't do it. Now I think for suicide, they just, it's the they same just thing. run the field. They yeah, get most of the time. Man, they know they're going to jail in yeah. that little weird. The last one I know of was at the Waste Management Open. That dude got away with a lot. Like, he, he was cruising around for a while. And the, and the internet has brought it back, which is so from like 85 when they stopped showing them up until about 2012 when we all had iPhones. Uh, there weren't many streaker videos. Now, with the internet, that dude at Phoenix Open was pretty awesome. They had that guy the other, uh, what is it, the playoffs in baseball that just got yeah. crushed. Ugh. And now we watch for the security hit. But the crowd still gets crazy about it. We just don't show it on TV. So it has tamped down the, the fun of that. But if you're a jumper and somebody, we just don't pay attention to you. I think the more attention you pay, the more it brings out, you know, I'm going to do it. Good. I need to go to work. I Get know. out of the way. And you, like I always say, don't screw up traffic. Yeah. Do not screw up traffic. That's we don't. Whatever your cause is, I may be for it. You screw up rush hour. I'm. There was a thing yesterday in San Francisco where pro Palestinians marched the Golden Gate Bridge and screwed up the Golden Gate Bridge and stopped traffic. Have you been on the Golden Gate Bridge? Even on Saturday at ten at night, that thing is packed full of people and it is hard to get around. That city sucks to travel in. Rush hour. Pro, I would. I, I would go to a synagogue immediately and become a Jew. Just to hate them a little more. Your protest screwed up the Golden Gate Bridge. What are you thinking? You think that's going to stop the war in Hamas? You think it's going to make it worse? You're going to get a bunch of people against you. It's going to start a war in San Francisco. Just go to, um, you know, India or some like the Philippines because all these videos we see, so many people getting hit by cars. All the time. <laughs> they just keep, and, I mean, every day we're seeing it. And traffic goes by it. Yeah. Like they don't even stop for the body. We stop traffic if a guy's just sitting down on an overpass. <laughs> Disneyland, India, Philippines, they've got it figured out. All right, he jumped. It's a small world. Lines are short right now. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, it's almost a good idea to have one of your friends pretend to jump. Get everybody's attention over there so you can get on Space Mountain in under two hours. And then he comes down. He goes, ah, I was just having a rough The voices in my head said I should rob a dollar store. So I got up on the side. I don't, I don't want those voices. Rather kill myself than rob a dollar store or go to one. At one time, they were talking about figuring out a net that would cast out, you know, on the Gold Gate Bridge. Like if it break the uh, field, they'd have a net for jumpers. Oh, yeah. yeah, for a while there, they netted it up because it was a constant. But that was the thing that they're just like, we can't stop you it, can't so stop who cares? It? We'll put up a net, we'll try to catch a few, but otherwise. And then they started like swan diving, like trying to push out. And then the one guy jumped into the, the net because they had it too high and then jumped off the net and killed himself. They don't know. This guy says, we don't need to ignore these jumpers, John. That's terrible. We need to shame them and make fun of them. Uh, whenever they jump, or especially the ones that survive, this loser got all screwed up. Some girl broke up with him. And then he tried to jump onto rush hour. We cleaned him up. That's enough. 
You make fun of them and basically say, what a loser. Everybody knows a good jumper does it over at like one of the Indian casino uh, parking structures. There's not a lot going on around there. And those guys will clean it right up and keep going. Casinos, Disneyland, places with lots of money. They're not stopping for a jumper. Freeways, you have to because everybody sees you get some lib cuck out there. Like, we got to care for him. Why? He doesn't care for himself. That's exactly why. I'm not stopping traffic for that nutbag. So as twisted as it was, is that, you know, that place in Japan that... Suicide Forest. Yeah. Yeah. Go there. But yeah, (laughs) we have a designated (laughs) area. It's like smoking. We have a spot for you people. It's terrible. I'm sorry you can't get over your stuff. I wish I could help. If I can, ask me a couple questions. I'll see what I can do. But uh, otherwise, the forest is over there. Plenty of people do it. 40,000 men and women every day. That was the lyric that scared me. I remember being a little kid. 40,000 men and women every day. Because it's just in the background. I'm like, is that right? That's a lot. I might fall into that category someday. It seems like it gets all of us. But yeah, suicide guy. Stop it. But Disneyland, nice job. Keep it alive. You want to jump, do it on your time. Jumping hours are from midnight till 4 a.m. Weekdays. That's it. You want to splat all over the I-10? That's your time to shine. If you really want to get it done and you're not being a baby wrecking traffic, go out west a little bit and get on one of those weird overpasses that seem to go nowhere. And you're just out on the I-10 and suddenly there's a road that's going over the freeway. You're like, where's that going? Get on one of those, wait for a truck to come and hop on Large Marge's truck. That's it. (laughs) Semi guys are usually coked out of their brains anyway. They're just going to think it was another vision. The windshield wiper you right off like they do the dead hookers out in the desert. And we move on. You got to get that Walmart at stuff. Jump in front of an Amazon truck. Nothing slows no, those don't guys screw down. My Amazon <laughs> but no, they don't stop either. <laughs> yeah. Amazon's got a probably now. Amazon's yeah. probably got like a a big brush on its front that just wipes people away. Bezos thought of everything. What happens if we hit somebody? Well, would you get one of these big wipers that'll just move the body off so we can keep the deliveries flowing? Yeah, you don't want an Amazon truck no. now. Ooh, those battery operated, they're super heavy. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna get. Oh, you'll get blown up. Yeah. Don't. F- with traffic or my Amazon deliveries, that's about right. I had a great moment with an Amazon driver the other day, standing out in the front yard with bus doing some training. He comes up and he goes, got a package for you. I just got to get into your garage. And I'm like, I'm, I'm right here. I got to do it through the garage. I'm like, all right. I just need to confirm your phone number, the last two digits. I'm like, all right. Four nine. I've got four zero. All right, four zero. Thank you. <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute. That's no good. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a bomb. He didn't care. Is your name John? Yes, it is. Holmberg? Yes, it is. Last two digits are what? You say four zero. I'm going to go with you. That's what it says here. All right, off I go. And he goes and he sneaks into my garage. He could have just given it to me, but evidently the package said put it in his garage. Even worse. But it was worth it. It was my new Navage sinus cleaner. Nice. Working out? I used it once. It's pretty good. Got myself my own, you know. <laughs> Pretty good. Get the thing in there and it blows through one nostril and falls out the other. And the left nostril will have the, the flow and the right nostril will have the suck. And then there's like a little tank. And like you can see ghosts from the 90s in there. You have no idea Clouds what that up. clunks up. And it's just kind of a... And then afterwards is when it's real special. Because it's better than a neti pot. Like 20 minutes later, you bend over for something and your whole brain comes out. Your and it starts blowing. Like, man, what happened? All that water comes out. It all has to find a way out. Man, it feels good. There's your song. There it is. Oh, you got it up.
Like they are. That's when I remember those religious groups thought this was 40,000 men and women every day. They say it in the background. Wow, I had no idea. You didn't? You're just no. now learning that. Oh, this song's creepy, actually. It's yeah. real yeah. creepy. It's one of the darkest songs ever written. It is not a happy anything. It is about just kill yourself. It's Look, Romeo and Juliet did it, and they're great. And it basically says you'll get great fame from it if you do it right. But the guitar work, great song. Everything, the song is amazing. Forty thousand men. I'm surprised you didn't know that one. Yeah. I'm surprised that when you were growing up and you were allowed to even listen. No, that song was about love. Yeah, it was about. They mentioned the Reaper like a hundred times. It's also about like them encouraging, like come with me, I'm doing it too. Is this song about the Reaper? Is this his like love song I to get you so, to do? Yeah, because he's saying, "Take my hand." Yeah, so he's like, the Reaper. Let's go. Don't fear the Reaper. Yeah. Right? yeah, so cool. I remember religious groups went bananas. I was a little kid, and I remember religious TV. They're like, "This is a song that's encouraging our kids to kill themselves." Nobody had accurate statistics or could actually look it up on the internet. Yeah. They just assumed Blue Oyster Cult knew something they didn't. Forty thousand men and women every day. According to the song, that's where I get all my stats, TV and music. <laughs> I would have, if you'd have asked me prior to today's reading the stat of 47,000 annually and said, uh, how many people kill themselves a day, Blue Easter Cult would have been my answer. <laughs> 40,000 men and women every day, sir. Hell, oh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo and uh. Juliet See, that haunted me as a little kid. The whole song's haunted. Another 40,000 coming every day. Oh, it's like a commercial yeah. for suicide. Yeah. Ugh. That is a great song, though. A great song. And if you're thinking about it, put that on in the background. It'll walk you right through it. Yeah, but don't do now it on the freeway, please. Right, do it at home. Yeah. What's that? The other one. I'm burning for you or burning for you. Oh, Blue Oyster Cult? I don't think all of it was about making kids know. kill themselves, no. but maybe. But lighting yourself on fire. Yeah. 12,000 people burn themselves every day. I'm burning, I'm burning for you. Well, that probably is about uh, the clap. Back in the 70s, that was a big problem. That hurt to pee. Blue Oyster Cult said so. Uh, <laughs> let's get a wake-up song. Not Preferably not about people killing themselves, because we're in rush hour in 20 minutes, so... Make sure we keep those freeways clean. Uh, give us a good one. We'll scream it together. 585-9800 is the number. Let's yell. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD.